the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good evening, high school hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stanger, and we have made the short trip up Interstate 74 to Decatur County for tonight's tilt. It's the home team, the North Decatur Chargers, taking on the Batesville Bulldogs. And, Jerry, just looking at this thing on paper, looking at the accomplishments of both of these clubs at this point in the season, this one really should be a good one. Should be a good one. You're right, Terrence. Both these teams are uh, well on the winning side of the ledger. Uh, North Decatur coming into this game at 11-4, and four, uh, kind of piggybacking off the tail, tailgating off the success of their football team this year, making it to the semi-state for the first time in team history in football, and just kind of blending that right on over into the success they're having on the hardwood floor. Of course, you're familiar with some of these guys doing their yes. some of their football games, uh, good athletes up here at North Decatur, uh, 11-4, and four, like I said, Bulldogs coming in at 9-5. and five. Uh, North Decatur had a little rough stretch right there in the middle of the year, lost three in a row, but um, they have been rolling pretty well since then with only one loss uh, since uh, around Christmas time. And Batesville, on the other hand, another fine season under head coach Aaron Garrett, 9-5 uh, and five on the season. Um, I'm sure there's some games uh, they go back and uh, think they probably could have played a little better and a couple of more wins, uh, but right now this shapes up for a really good game here tonight. This should be a really, really fun basketball game to call. I, I think you're exactly right. And, you know, you 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 make <clears throat> mention of just those four losses. This Charger team has only lost four times this season um, to the likes of Triton Central, Bloomington South, Eastern Hancock, and Lawrenceburg. But I really want you to t- pay attention to some of these wins, Jerry. They've got wins on the season of 30 points or greater against Cambridge City, a 30-point win over Rushville, a 20-point win over Indianapolis Homeschool, uh, a 25-point win over Hauser, 30 points over Olenberg Academy, uh, chalk up another 30 over Jacksondale. Yeah. They score the basketball, and they score it very well. Yeah, they do. Uh, you know, and, and you look at that at their schedule, uh, some of those teams you mentioned, uh, and that's what you want to do. You don't want to play down to the level of your competition. Correct, correct. You want to play above that. And, and, and you mentioned their losses. Triton Central, a solid team, yep. ranked in the top ten. Eastern Hancock, a solid team. Bloomington South, they had a loss to them by 13 yep. points. And that's a big boy. Everybody knows about Bloomington South year yep. in and year out. And, of course, the other loss to Larchburg only by six uh, here at uh, North Decatur. We've seen uh, Larchburg uh, up against Franklin County, very, very good basketball team. Uh, so the four losses they've had, uh, no slouches in those four teams. Uh, no doubt about it. We want to thank you for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. Got about five and a half minutes before game time. We'll send it back to the station as we step out momentarily. We'll come back, come back with the tail of the tape and get you ready for some live action here at North Decatur where the Bulldogs are in town to take on the Chargers on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? 
The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Countdown to tip-off continues here on WRBI. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Black, excuse me, Batesville, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Mary Huntington, Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. Jerry, when we take a look at the tail of the tape this evening, as you already mentioned, a stellar record for both of these teams, North Decatur 11-4, Batesville 9-5. These teams head by, we'll start with Batesville, led by Coach Aaron Garrett in his 15th year at Batesville. 212 wins, 132 losses. He'll be going up against P.J. Metz in just his third year at North Decatur, and what a turnaround they've had in recent times, 29-33 in his tenure at the school. On their last outing, the Bulldogs fell to a tough Connersville team on the road, 51-41, and on the other side of the ledger was North Decatur defeating Morristown, another 30-point yeah. win on the season. Uh, Batesville has owned this, uh, I don't want to call it a rivalry just yet. I'm, I'm jumping the gun <laughs> if I use that word, but they've owned this series between uh, the two squads. Uh, they've played each other some 40 times over the past 35 years. Batesville with the edge, 37 wins, only three losses. In fact, they played each other just last uh, year, almost to the date. It was January 28, uh, 2022. Batesville got the victory, 49-46, just a three-point game. And, uh, Jerry, I will tell you, one of the things that I've made mention of this in recent times, one of the first things that Coach Aaron Garrett said to me the first time I ever met him, we were talking about basketball, he said, to really get this thing done, first and foremost, you got to win the games you're supposed right. to, but then you got to go and win a couple of ones you're not supposed to. Absolutely. Well, and, and that's what North Decatur is looking to do tonight. Well, uh, and you you just yeah, that that is the point because according yeah. to John Harrell, John Harrell says North Decatur is supposed to get this victory tonight, fifty-six to fifty. Well, and I'm sure with the record over the past thirty-five years or whatever, whatever you mentioned right. there, that North Decatur feels especially on their floor tonight. They've got a chance to finally knock off Batesville. Oh, yes. They definitely want to add another W to that column. They're poised to do it. You and I talked off air. 
It's not necessarily a trap game in the traditional sense that right. they're looking forward to something else. Yeah. But Batesville, if they fall asleep at the wheel tonight, they can find themselves in harm's way. Yeah, you uh, you, you can't look at a team in a trap game when the team you're playing has got a record of 11-4. and four. <laughs> Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. that's an incredible trap if yeah. you do. Yeah. One of the things I will say, though, to the Bulldogs' credit, and if you look at the scoring uh, – Chargers scored about 60 points a game. Bulldogs slightly under that, about 56. So we're talking about a handful of possessions yeah. could decide this thing. Yeah. Bulldogs want to get a fast start. They can't start slow. Um, and they want to establish dominance early. And I believe the Chargers just want to get out and run. Yeah, I'm sure that they're going to be. A, this is going to be a fast start to this game. Probably till both teams settle in, Terrence. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside for the playing of the National Anthem. We get back, we'll have starting lineups and live action from North Decatur High School here on Country 103.9 WRBI. And online. Are you in control of your planner? Knowing what your planner is doing is the only way to make your best planner pass every time. And with Precision Planning Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planner monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know, from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planner. Learn more about Seed Sense and transform your planner today. Visit plannerofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planner with Blackhawk Precision Ag on State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit Blackhawk. Ag.com today. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stinger. We want to thank you so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. We are ready to get this show on the road. Jerry, what do you have in the way of starters this evening? First of all, for the Batesville High School Bulldogs, of course, coached by Eric Garrett in his 15th season, 212 wins against 132 losses. And I can't see what the starting lineups are, Terrence. For the Bulldogs, number 11, Gus Prickle. Number 20, Cade Kaiser. Number 21, Cole Pride. Number 30, Sam Johnson. And number 42, Jack Grunkemeyer. And for the Chargers, number three, Carson Palmer. Number five, Cade Muckerhide. Number 13, Blake Spears. Number 15, Connor Linkmeyer. Number 23, Lance Nobby. Uh, they uh, giving the starters the treatment, if you yeah. would, here. They got the lights turned off. The, student section have their smartphone cameras and flashlights out waving them in the air so a moment of darkness there my partner wasn't able to clearly see the kind of like a a hollywood atmosphere here for the chargers yes and this student section is is pumped and you mentioned it they are primed for a win over this 
this yep. Batesville team, they're going to have to really uh, be careful. And it's going to be interesting because when the Bulldogs were last at home, it was a big night there. Garrett's gang, the, it was the Batesville basketball bash. Gym was packed kind of like this, and the Bulldogs fed off of that energy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they respond because no doubt the Chargers will be doing the exact same thing, feeding off of this high-energy, high-intensity crowd here tonight. And Cole then, Pride is going to win that tip. Hadn't seen him lose too many to start the season. He was jumping up against the 6'5", the Lance Nobby. Gus Prickle got to handle ball-handling duties early. Baseline drive, they kick it back up top. Prickle, looked like they set something up for perhaps a shot at a yeah. three, but Prickle mishandled it, so they're going to have to reset and go again. Cross-court pass from Brunkmeyer to Johnson. Prickle, Kaiser gets on his horse, goes straight down the right-hand side of the lane, draws contact, couldn't finish as cleanly as he'd like, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. And Foul's going to be on number three, Carson Palmer. Picks up his first foul. Had these two teams played in football, those two young men would have saw a lot of each other. Yes. Farmer, the QB for this state finals Chargers team. And Cade Kaiser, receiver number one for the Bulldogs. (laughs) One out of one at the line. Kaiser's miss. The Chargers get the rebound. And they walk it up the floor with Muckerhide. Muckerhide goes around on the right-hand side, looking in, trying to get inside this stingy 2-3 zone. Bulldogs like to extend that zone out and kind of force offenses to either take bad shots, Jerry, or settle for low-percentage shots. Kind of feeling each other out here early. And by the way, gym looks amazing here. I think North Decatur does some refurbishing of their gymnasium here. Really, really looks great. And uh, I'd say the crowd's probably about 90% capacity tonight as well. No doubt. Mucker, Mucker Hyde going to get it down inside that zone. But a travel, they say, as Lance Nobby took too many steps to kind of gather before he made a move. one nothing Bulldogs, early first quarter. Cade Kaiser. Brings it up the floor. Hands off to Prickle. Prickle drives down the right-hand side, gets stopped, brings it back out. Kaiser again trying to get inside. Does just below the service line and lays it in for two. Good sign for the Bulldogs when they can get Kaiser started early. 3 nothing. All three of those points by Mr. Kaiser. Two straight trips. He goes one-on-one to the bucket. Comes away with three points. A distant shot from the left wing. No good. Bulldogs with the rebound. Grunkemeyer, he's going to come out clean and find Johnson. Johnson tries to back his way down, gets stopped in the trees and goes with Prickle. Back up top with Grunkemeyer. Kaiser on the wing, dumps it down for Pride. Out of bounds, last touch by the Chargers. They want to get Pride involved as well. There's clearly a height advantage, but he draws a lot of attention does Cole Prime, and you can understand why, and just mishandle yep. that inbounds pass did Johnson. Bulldogs first turnover. They can't afford a lot of those tonight. Two minutes into the game, 3-0 Batesville. 
Chargers yet to get a shot off. Well, they had that three ball from the far side, but aside from that, they got turned over as well. Let's see what they do here on their third possession. Working it around the arc with Linkmeyer. And now over to Spears. Nobby gets inside, and Pride's going to get charged with the foul. His first, team's first. And granted, Jerry had his hand straight up, but his lower body got into the body of the ball handler. Thought about another distance three. Changed their mind as Kaiser closed out. This time on the near side, a good look. Off the back iron hard, but a long rebound, but saved by the Chargers. They send it back out. Now on the left corner, going down baseline. Grunkmeyer turns him away. They sling this one cross court, ill-advised, but somehow Chargers get it cleanly. Another three. This one halfway Ooh. down and back out as Carson Palmer let one rip. Had a good look at it, but it just wouldn't go down. Too much English on that thing. Loving this baseline are these Bulldogs early, but Nobby says, no, sir, not in our house. And he swatched that one cleanly all the way up to Milroy. <laughs> three minutes in, three to nothing, Batesville. Bulldogs going to inbound underneath. They get it cleanly to Pride. And Pride being challenged for it. Dumps it down. That was a nice high-low pass. Yeah. Looking for Grunk on the cut. But they were, there's a foul call. Fouls on number 11. Reed Messer is first. Foul before the shot, so they will bring it in underneath their own basket. Will the Bulldogs tick, tick, tick. Oh, almost a five-second one there. They get it in. Kaiser goes baseline, finds Grunk. Grunk gets bumped off the ball. And Cole Pride, his first real touch, a floater won't go down. Back the other way quickly. Chargers, Pride tried to take the charge. No call. And the Chargers get a two-point basket rather easily. I would have rather seen Pride just play him straight up with that size, but he was looking for to draw an offensive foul. Three to two. Batesville with the lead. Kaiser from the free throw line. Straight away, no good. Hustling for the rebound. Grunkmeyer's going to get it. Finds a cutting Kaiser down the lane. A floater, no good. Two tries for Kaiser, and he can't get it to go. And back the other way before they could even get up a good head of steam. Muckerhide just shoots down the lane. Chase down block by Pride, and Pride, lucky there. Looked like he was going to pick up a, a quick second foul. He looks to the sideline. He said, is that one on me? Got it on Grunkemar, his first. Hard off the back iron for Muckerhut. And I don't know if the Bulldogs have seen that kind of speed with the ball. He got it and was full speed ahead all the way to the bucket. Second free throw good. That's going to tie this ball game at three apiece. First tie of the game. Prickle being challenged by Muckerhide. Does get it across the timeline. Straight away three from Grunt. No good. Hard off the iron. Long rebounded. Nobby Nobby. Going to pass it back to Muckerhide. Muckerhide looks out to his left for Spears. Spears fakes the three and goes back to Muckerhide. That zone gets another victim as Prickle steps into a passing lane and relocates to the left corner. Three ball, no good. Nobody underneath the rebound. And the Chargers will take that one and done. 
and try to convert it to easy offense. On the block, too far outside his range was Navi. Tried to hook that one in, but Gronk stood his ground. Tried a nice job just standing on his feet, putting his arm straight up. Yes. That's all he needed to do to alter the shot just a little bit. Causes the miss. Johnson on the near wing finds pride in that same location. Johnson up top. They kick it out. Prickle, another good look from the left corner. No good. Open for a reason, I would guess you'd say. And Muckerhide quickly down the floor. Johnson, they spin into Pride. Pride left his feet to try to swat at that one, but credit Nobby with good footwork. Put him in the spin cycle, got it off the glass. Chargers first lead of the night, 5-3. 2.37 left here in the first. I think we both thought more scoring. Yep. But it hasn't been such. Defense been a premium as I believe Johnson made a drive down the left side of the lane. His floater wouldn't go and he was fouled. He'll shoot two. Blake Spears, first foul. Third on the Chargers. North Decatur's free throw defense in rare form tonight. Able to Get a miss from Johnson. He's got one more shot coming. Carson Laker checks in for the Bulldogs. Gus Prickle takes a seat. This time, Johnson gets the free throw to go. Johnson, probably the Bulldogs' purest three-point threat, hasn't uncorked one yet tonight, but he gets in. Scoring column from the free throw line, 5-4. Chargers by one with the ball, 2.17 left in the first. Grunt, very aggressive in this zone. When Laker comes in, they give a little bit of height on the front end of that 2-3 zone. I think that's why you see Grunt kind of selling out, jumping in some of those passing lanes. Yeah. Got a deflection there, and actually they inverted it almost more of a 3-2. Grunt can't fall asleep on that back line. Pride with a block. Averages three blocks a game, Jerry. Again, he looks one of those guys that uh, he's been schooled, he's been taught, he's been coached to try to keep your feet on the floor and uh-huh. stand there and put your arms straight up, and that's what he does. Three ball on the way from the far corner and another long rebound for Nobby. Out of bounds, last touch by Kaiser, and it'll stay with the Chargers with 152 and the one-point lead. Definitely winning the battle of the boards on both ends with North Decatur right now. Yes, yes, and I, I'll be honest with you, that comes as a little bit of a shock. Pride just under a double-double in points and rebounds. About 17 a game on the point side and just under nine rebounds a game. Muckerhide down in the lane, kicks it out to the wing. Another Gronk steal. Off and running. Laker just too far ahead. He sails out for it. Got to be careful because that wall is right there (laughs) underneath that basket. Not a lot of clearance. No, about four feet from the out of bounds to the padded wall on both ends. Laker tried to sell out for that one. Gronk led him just a hair too much. Couldn't get to it. It Resulted in a turnover after the turnover. So for the Chargers, no harm. They get it back with 119 now. Staying with the 2-3 zone. They get inside now. Pride. They have him wrap around. Nobby 
Getting pushed that's, out of the lane there. They call the travel. That's, that's one of the good reason for the home guys to be upset. He was getting bodied up and getting pushed. He really was. Yeah. Just never got the call. Kaiser took about four steps in terms of bodying him yeah. out of this spot. Yep. And when the whistle blew, I was ready to call it. Yeah. Um, a, a pushing call. But they said he traveled. So another, essentially another Charger turnover as Laker gets into the body of the Chargers. They don't understand. No. They well, You let one slide on yes. one end, and then you get a ticky-tack on the other end. And and that's what I've always said. I don't, I don't care how you call it as long as you call it consistent. Yeah. Yep. Teams can adjust, but when it's inconsistent like that, it's difficult for teams to give you what you want in terms of officiating. Pride from the free throw line with his back, the turnaround J just off the rim and a nice snatch rebound from Linkmeyer. First shot Pride's attempted here tonight, and then a three in the corner. And Carson Pride. Carson Stan- Palmer. Palmer, excuse me. Stands there momentarily for the picture as he delivers the kill shot from the corner. And now a steal. And then a foul called on the dogs to add insult to injury. That one on Laker. His first team's third. Eight to four charges with the lead. And the ball with just 28 seconds. No doubt they'll be looking to hold for the final shot. Uh, quite a work defensively for this Charger team if they end up holding this Bulldog squad to just four points here in the first. Hunter Drake comes in to get pride of break at the end of the quarter. Muckerhide has it there, 15 seconds down, surveys the defense. They'll probably let something run here under 10. That's exactly what they do. With seven seconds, they come to the near side. They go inside the zone. Kaiser rushes in to tie him up. With 1.5 seconds, the arrow favors North Decatur. So they'll try to run something here on an inbounds play with 1.5 to get a good look. Yep. Go ahead. Be a catch and a shoot here. There's the catch. Here comes the shot. Oh, off the front rim. They did it in time. Would have been good. Yep. Had it have gone through, it does not, and that does it for the first. The Chargers, eight, Bulldogs, four, in this defensive struggle here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. You rely on your Internet service to stay connected, meet deadlines, bring your family together, work, and learn from home. So don't settle for anything less than the best. Great Plains Communications brings you fast, reliable services delivered by our high-capacity fiber network. Brought to you by a local provider with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit gpcom.com to get your home connected. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Hurt Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. <laughs> 
WRBI's presentation of boys high school basketball brought to you by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Blackhawk Precision Ag. 8-4 there in the first. We expected this to be a free-flowing, running, gunning, up-and-down-the-court game. It's been anything but. Johnson finally lets go of a three, and he didn't draw iron, net, or anything. Air ball there, back the other way. Muckerhunt working around the zone, or at least attempting to. Chargers had an easy two there off that rebound, but nobody looked down the floor as number 13 was wide open, Lakemar. They just could not get their eyes up and find him down there. 7-13 left in uh, this first half, and the Chargers just send that one directly to Pride. I think he was kind of surprised that that one came straight to him. Pride from distance. Wow. That's part of his game, Jerry. You get so wrapped up in that 6-8 frame, thinking he's going to go down long and, and low and bang with you. He'll step out beyond the arc and drain one, as he just did there. 8-7, baseline jumper good for Nobby. And Nobby, considering that he's going up against Pride, had a good night so far. Got six of their ten. Kaiser brings it back the other way, immediately looks inside, and uh, looks like Palmer is going to pick up perhaps his second. Yep, he may go to the bench, and yeah, he will. Here comes number 11, Reed Messer. Palmer got into the back of Pride as Kaiser found him as pride early in i was going to say early in the shot clock but he got his position down low pretty quick and kaiser tried to find him on an entry pass and messer tried to deny him and they are playing pride extremely physical here from uh, the free throw line kaiser again off the rim and his shots he's got good looks tonight but man he's just millimeters off you're talking about their play in pride physical. They probably have their most physical player on him. And Reed Messer, outstanding football player this past fall for the Chargers. There's no doubt about it. Mugger has got to bring it up the floor. <clears throat> quickly this time, they get inside the zone probably as quickly as they've had. And then they go right back outside to Mucker Hunt. He's thinking hard about that three. Kaiser helps him change his mind. And a little bit of trouble here on this offensive possession as the Bulldogs keep extending that zone, pushing the Chargers further and further away from the basket. Now they go inside, go down baseline, pull it back out again. Zone resets. Linkmeyer now on the near side, back to Zabuckerheim. They got Kaiser at the top of that zone in the middle. Helped defend against that three-point shot. And he's he's long. Prickle swats at it, but they do get inside. The floater's good. Two-point basket from Messer. 12-7. Chargers still in the lead. That was a great possession by North Decatur not to get frustrated and keeping their patience about him. And finally, they broke down the beat defense and got an easy bucket felt like they knew they were going to get the end result they wanted if they just stayed the course and that's exactly what they did. Kaiser with some steps. That's a travel. Tried to Euro step his way but it was more of a transatlantic step. The referee closest to the play does not call it. The referee farthest from the play does. Don't you love it when that happens? (laughs) 12-7. 
Average man wouldn't believe it. Chargers still on top. Bulldogs had the lead at 3 nothing, And uh, the Chargers tied it up, and they've had the lead ever since. Prickle with the rebound. Johnson goes inside, puts his shoulder in, gets some space on the baseline shot, no good, and back the other way in a hurry. Full head of steam again for Muckerheim. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He really is. He is wicked with his quickness and speed down the floor. Credit the Bulldogs, though, in the transition D, being able to get somebody back to prevent the easy layup. A three ball on its way, well over. And the Bulldogs with a quick rebound, and Pride's going to step into a three. No good. Prickle the rebound. Got to give it back to Pride, and Pride using Backboard. a little bit of glass to get that one to go down. Unbelievable. You don't see that very often. And he is digging into his bag as Cole Pride showing all types of tricks, but he has had nothing inside. Everything has been from a little bit of distance. He makes another bank shot. He might become my favorite player. <laughs> Using the backboard, something nobody does anymore. Nobby hardly. spins on him, and Pride waited on him. Pride hung in the air, waited on Nobby, and when Nobby went to release that ball, he got a, a face full of the ball. Unofficial. I believe that's Pride's fourth block of the night. So many things about the young man's game, Jerry, that you can like, whether it's his stroke from three, his play down low, but I love him as a rim protector. Yep. Bulldogs walking up the floor. A lob inside for Kaiser, and he gets bodied to the floor. That will put the Bulldogs, I do believe, at the line here already. You are correct. With the remaining 325, the Bulldogs will be shooting. Kaiser used to going up for those 50-50 balls on the football field. 12-9 Chargers. Kaiser good on the first. Just short of 90% from the free throw line this season. The Bulldogs' best free throw shooter. And with two made baskets, the Bulldogs draw within one. 12-11. With 3.23, and I can't believe we're saying this is a near halftime score. Yeah. They bring up more pressure now again, extending that zone. Now, look, they had Cole Pride with Kaiser on the front of that zone. Momentarily. Oh, and a three on the way. No good. Pride with the rebound, sends it way up ahead. A nice quick pass inside for Gronk, but Gronk steps on the line. Nope. They call him for travel. I think they might have been able to get him for either one. I'm with you. <laughs> he pointed to the baseline. Yeah. And then he called travels. Either way, it's a turnover. Bulldogs looking to trap. Kind of a boxing one, I believe. Another three on the way. This one's good. And you give him that many looks, and Spears is going to get one to go, and he does, 15-11. That three ball, I think you call it the great equalizer. Yep. Down the lane, and Kaiser, his shot blocked. And again, with the Chargers over the limit, Bulldogs sending their best free throw shooter to the line. With the clock stopped, goes a long way to helping the Bulldogs close the deficit. It's 15-11 with two shots coming. First shot is good. 
And a made basket here. Bulldogs now. It's a one-possession ball game. They trail by two, 15-13, 2.27 left in the first half. Muckerhide going to bring it up the floor. They go back to more of a traditional spacing here, putting Pride back on the back line. Kaiser reached in for the foul, and another block. Call it five on the night. Chargers trying to spread the floor here more on the offensive end, getting a little, creating a little more space. Nobby off the inbound spins. This time he waits for Pride to make his move, and he goes up under it, underneath. And I'm impressed with Nobby's footwork. Yeah. He knows he's going to have a battle tonight, but he's been really smart with the basketball. Timeout on the floor, 17-13 Chargers right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of boys high school basketball being brought to you tonight by Great Plains Communications, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Margaret Mary Health. 17-13, Chargers still on top. Bulldogs have threatened to tie or take the lead, but they've only gotten close as to draw as near as one point each time the Chargers pull away. And they've got a turnover here on the other end, committed by Batesville, trying to get it into Pride, and then the Chargers turn it right back over, palming. This looks like he stepped on the end line, or excuse me, the sideline there, but the Chargers fans sitting right there say no way. 138 left here in the first half, Chargers by four. Trickle on the left-hand side. He's going to go down the lane, stop, pop, and drops the bucket. 17-15. Who said the mid-range game was gone? <laughs> I did. <laughs> 17-15. Again, the Bulldogs bring it within a possession. You don't see them very often. Muckerhead gets into the teeth of the defense but pulls it back out. Three ball. Hard off the back iron. Rebound. Kaiser kid that can jump out of the gym and he got harassed by Muckerhide caused an errant pass and he slings that one over the head of Prickle. He had no shot at it. And right when the Bulldogs had an opportunity to perhaps tie the ball game, they turn it over again. Both teams have had their fair share of turnovers here tonight. Both ends of the floor. Some of them forced, some of them unforced. Messer gets a nice hand from his coach. Really did a nice job while he was in there. A nice steal oh, good by Kaiser and great save. Yes, sir. Ree. His lob pass to Gronk. Gronk underneath. No good. The tip, no good. Here comes Pride. He puts it in. The hoop and the harm. Bulldogs with 41 seconds left. Tie it up. Pride has a chance for an old-fashioned three-point play and to give the Bulldogs their first lead since 3-0. What a sequence there. They kept battling and kept battling. 
Finally got it out to the right guy, and he drops it in, makes the free throw. As Terrence said, Batesville back out top now by one, 18-17. Only two lead changes in this ballgame. Chargers kind of held up there on the far side. Pry again. Nobby goes right into the chest of Pride. Pride turns him away with another block. Six block in the first half. 17-18 Bulldogs holding for the final shot on this, what should be, final Bulldog possession. Kaiser has it, goes around the arc to the right-hand side. And Johnson is going to pull it out. Prickle can't get in the lane, goes back. Pride from distance, way outside, hits the side of the rim out of bounds, and that's going to do it for this first half of play. Bulldogs, 18. Chargers, 17. We told you it was going to be a good one. We just didn't know it was going to be a low-scoring good one. We're going to step aside and tally some numbers for you and come back to discuss this first half of play and let you get ready for half number two right here from North Decatur High School on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. For 90 years, Margaret Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care we don't sell you cars we help you buy them this is ty fleetwood sales manager at fleetwood chevrolet buick located at 950 north michigan greensburg indiana i want to invite you to visit us at fleetwood chevrolet buick we have greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business thank you for shopping at fleetwood chevrolet buick we don't sell you cars we help you buy them Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. 
Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. And welcome back, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Singer. We are here at North Decatur GM, home of the Chargers. And it's halftime. The Bulldogs, in the closing moments of that first half, regain the lead, take a one-point lead. They lead it at the break, 18-17. to 17. And, Jerry, they opened up on a 3 nothing lead but was quickly tied up by the Chargers at 3-3. And from there, the Chargers really put a chokehold on this first half. They led throughout the entirety. Um, but some, a, 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 just a crazy sequence, some really good defense by the Bulldogs down the stretch allowed them to regain control, if you would, with just seconds left. At the free throw line, Cole Pride does an old-fashioned three-point play, gives them, ties it up with the shot, and then gives them the lead with the successful free throw. And it's a close game like we knew it would be. Yeah. It's just not the free-flowing up-and-down game we might have thought it would have been. Well, there's a lot of intensity out there tonight. Uh, I, I think both teams feel that. This is a really huge game for North Decatur. Kind of would be like a, the staple kind of win and signature win. Yeah. Uh, gets a school bigger than you just down the road a few minutes. And uh, I think the intensity is, is, is there for sure. Uh, both teams playing very, very hard on both ends of the floor. But in, in, in all those things, too, you, you'll have those turnovers once in a while when both teams are playing so hard, the intensity is so high. Uh, that you're going to get that sometimes. But that, as we both said, it is a close game. It, it's really balanced itself out on both ends with both teams having their share of turnovers, a couple of guys making the big shots here and there. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Cole Pride uh, giving the Bulldogs at the lead at the end of the first quarter because North Decatur pretty well controlled things from the middle of the first quarter on till about the last minute of that second quarter. Uh, they were down 3 to nothing early, led 8-4 to four at the end of the first quarter. Uh, their biggest lead was early in the second quarter there, 12 to 7. But then Batesville steadily chipped them away and uh, outscored them by five down the stretch. Uh, outscored them 14 to 9 there in that second quarter. But uh, I don't think, uh, Terrence, we're probably going to see much of a difference yep. in the second half than we did in the first half. Maybe some guys getting uh, a little more comfortable with their shots. Some guys see a little bit higher scoring second half, but I think this game, the way it's played out so far, obviously going to be close throughout. Yeah, I was. it's funny you should say that. I was just thinking, I can't imagine either of these coaches are making wholesale changes no. in what uh, they want to do in the second half, and I don't think either coach is very upset no. with what he saw in uh, the first half. Okay. Definitely as close as the game is being played, Turnovers are huge now. Yeah, I can imagine there would be some conversation about taking care of the ball and ball security in that regard. But as far as how well they've executed their game plan and, and their uh, play so far, particularly on the defensive end, um, you've made mention of it on the call. 
Chargers clearly have the rebound numbers here yeah. in the first half. They've gotten more second-chance opportunities, second-chance points than the Bulldogs have. But then the transition defense and the, and Cole Pride with six unofficial on my camp with six blocks there in that first half, I, I, I think – Coach Garrett is probably pleased with what he's seen on the defensive end. Yeah, and uh, give credit to Lance Nobby. He's not backed down from Cole Pride, even though he's not had a couple one shots rejected. And that's what you got to do, and that's if you're Coach P.J. Metch, you keep telling Lance to do. Keep taking it right at him. Keep taking it right at him. Uh, both teams obviously would like to cut down on the turnovers. Cole Pride has been a difference maker in the middle, uh, like you said, blocking several shots. But uh, you know what? I agree totally with what you said. I don't think either coach is uh, disappointed with really a whole lot the way things went the first half, and I think they're obviously pretty happy with the way things went in the first half. I'm sure that, again, both want to need to clean up the turnovers and uh, just doing what you're doing. And uh, I think, again, it's going to be a close game throughout. Uh, Lance Nobby, speaking of him, leads away in the Chargers with eight points, and uh, Blake Spears has three, and Carson Palmer hit a three there. And for the Batesville Bulldogs, it's been Kate Kaiser and Cole Pride. Pride with eight, and Kaiser with six to lead the way for Batesville. And uh, more than likely, that trend will probably continue into the second half. That matchup between Nobby and Pride, if I'm being honest, if I wipe out that last minute of play, Nobby's gotten the better of Pride throughout this. Pride's had some good defensive plays, but overall, offense and defense including, I think I give the nod. To Nobby, again, if I take out that last series, yeah. that last series was pretty impressive. He on both ends of the yeah. floor for, for Pride, and that may give him the edge uh, for the first half. But, again, Nobby's played well. I thought that was going to be an interesting matchup, and it's 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 been that way. Yeah, that was a great uh, sequence by Pride to make the defensive play at the one end of the floor and then come back with the stick back and the free throw, as you said, to give Batesville that one-point lead. Uh, as we headed here into the second half, which will be starting in a couple of minutes. Both teams now back out on the floor. We'll step away momentarily and come back with a live second-half action here from North Decatur Gymnasium where the Chargers trail the Bulldogs by one, 18-17 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Are you in control of your planner? Knowing what your planner is doing is the only way to make your best planner pass every time. And with Precision Planning Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planner monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know, from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planner. Learn more about Seed Sense and transform your planner today. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planner with Blackhawk Precision Ag on State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit Blackhawk Ag. Today. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back, Hoop fan. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stinger here from North Decatur High School. 
18-17. That's your halftime score. Bulldogs able to muster up a phenomenal sequence to close out the first half to regain the lead. Only had the lead twice here in this one. They led 3-0 to get things started. Chargers came storming back and had control for very much of the entire first half. But there in the waning moments, Bulldogs put together again an incredible sequence, and they take the lead. This broadcast is being brought to you by Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick. Chargers start things off. They go immediately in to Nobby. He picks up where he left off, Jerry. Yep. With a and-one opportunity of his own. That was a set design play coming out of the locker room to get him free from Cole Pride. Little screen kept Pride off of him for just an instant enough for Nobby to get to the bucket and now to the line. With the two-point basket, they regain the lead. Can't complete the three-point play. So it remains a one-point game. 19-18 Chargers. Bulldogs, let's see what they decide to run on their first play here. Coming out of halftime. Cole Pride at the top of the key. Takes a couple of dribbles inside. Shot no good. Rebound goes in to... uh, Kaiser, after a huge collision underneath, no foul call, and Bulldogs regain two. I can tell you, Jerry, one of the things that Coach Garrett said to me after the Greensburg game, and the last time they were here in Decatur County, he wanted his team to be more physical because that game, they just got out physical. And speaking of yep. out physical, they got out maneuvered on that play as a backdoor cut from Linkmeyer went for an easy two. But back to my point, he wanted to see his team play tougher, play more physical, and tonight they've answered the bell. Kaiser, baseline jumper, flat, no good. Kaiser goes in, almost ties him up, but thinks better of it. Would have been a foul. Chargers with the one-point lead at 21-20. And already it's been more free-flowing offense, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Chargers, Muckerhide. Trying to get things moving here. They go right into Nobby again. Nobby. Pride kept his feet, didn't jump. And Nobby again, the better of him, had him in deep. In fact, Pride almost got his hand caught in the net. That's how deep Nobby was. And on the opposite end, Nobby rejects Cole, uh, Cade Kaiser. I think you uh, might have had TJ Metz challenge Lance Nobby yes. to try to take this game over here. He's a senior. And right there again, another great play. He's really doing it right now on both ends of the floor. The block shot before, then on the inbound right there, he swats it out of bounds. Well, what they've done is they've changed the assignment. Instead of him having to be on, that's a poor shot there. Didn't I'm not sure if it was maybe a lob play that he was thinking, but that shot nowhere near the basket. That was a shot by Kaiser, but he just did not get set. But they've changed the assignments, excuse yeah. me, Jerry. And they, and on the opposite end, uh, they've put uh, two other players. They've doubled Cole Pride, and that leaves Nobby kind of free to roam, if you would. And you've seen the result of that. He's had some good offense. And that double team has, I'm not going to say nullified Pride, but it's something that he's struggled with mm-hmm. um, throughout the season. Two fouls on the Bulldogs here early in the third quarter. And once again, Nobby gets inside, doesn't finish. Rebound, Bulldogs. 
And Nobby was there. Three ball from the corner, no good. Saved, but it goes right to the Chargers, and then a foul call. Illit, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, that's going to be against Pride, his second. Ill-advised foul. That one not even hadn't even crossed half court yet. But Nobby, first couple of buckets he made were not clean this quarter. That last one he missed, he had an open look and just blew it. See if they go to him again. Pride back on him now. And they tried, but Pride was ready for it. He was. Stuck those long arms right into the passing lane and not just knocked it down, but knocked it right to himself. Able to save the possession for the Bulldogs. Johnson got to pull things out. Kaiser's there. Finds a cutting prickle. And that was a two-hand shove in the back. That caught the eye of Bulldog fans everywhere. On the floor. Fouls on number five for the Chargers, Muckerhide. That's his second. Team's first in this half. 23-20, Chargers with a three-point lead. They go straight to Pride. Double team comes. He passes out of it cleanly. Johnson goes back inside to Gronk. Gronk able to get up and under Nobby. Nobby's had his hands full with Pride. Now he's getting a little taste of the Gronkmizer. And this one, a uh, shooter's roll off the front end from Muckerheim. Three-point ball game, Chargers on top. Trading baskets now are these two teams. Pride, they go in over the top, got a crowd on him, and just too hard off the backboard. Kaiser came in to clean it up, didn't time his jump well enough. On the other end, Muckerheim shot goes out. Nope, saved. Looks like the Chargers are going to get another go at it. And the Bulldogs finally get organized on defense. A nice cut. We talked about Muckerhide's speed. Wow. And able to get inside and go beyond the outstretched reach of Cole Pride. And another two-point basket. Well-earned two points as well, I might say as well. 27-22, Chargers. Chargers now trying to take control of this ballgame. Their largest lead of the night, or at least equal to their largest lead, is Johnson goes in. The extra pass. And Grant powers through for two. And he'll go to the line to complete the old-fashioned three. Bulldogs needed that basket in a big way as the Chargers were just about to go on a run. Drunkenmeyer, four quick points here in this third quarter. And, and go to the line to try to complete the three-point play. And, Jerry, I was just thinking, who else was going to step up? Oh, my goodness. He alligator-armed that yep. free throw. And as this game goes on, those types of things will be magnified in this final score. There. Yep. Whether it's, it's errant passes or just air balls from the free throw line, every possession, every bu- bucket matters. A couple of cross court passes, and Muckerhide gets inside, quickly sends it out. Three ball on its way, halfway wow. down and back out. Kaiser comes away with the rebound. That is the third one tonight where North Decatur has launched a three, and it went about halfway in and slid back out. And another foul. And they're complaining about the call, but they better be glad because had the play continued, Prickle had a straightaway three. Locked and loaded, but they call the foul before the shot, the pass rather, so wave it off. Three fouls on each team here in the second quarter. And another turnover. They just throw it away. Grunk safely commits the foul without because they were running pretty fast. We talked about yep. how close that wall is. He yep. didn't want to. 
foul him too hard and put him in harm's way, but he was able to get a foul enough to prevent the shot. And going to the line for two is the Chargers' Carson Palmer. Second on Grunkemar, fourth team foul. Palmer good on the first, four-point lead. Gets them both. Five-point lead for the Chargers. Kaiser brings it up. Pull-up jump shot. Up the key, no good. Chargers going to be fouled. That'll be number five, Muckerheide, getting fouled. It'll be on 42, and that's Grokamar again. So he has picked up... Three fouls here in the third quarter. Chargers will have it. Now looking at a little pressure in the backcourt from Batesville. Get it over to Muckerhide. Down it comes. Blake Spears loses it, gets it back. Harmer tried to get it down to Nobby, and we're going to have a foul again against Batesville. That is going to be against 30. That is Johnson. And that'll be his second. Already the Batesville 16 foul here in the third quarter. Three ball on the way from Muckerheide off the mark. And Bulldogs going to watch that one go out of bounds. Still a five-point game, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the Chargers' largest lead of the night. Yep, ties their largest lead. They've led by five. This is the third different time they've led by five. So many of these games are determined, Jerry, by the way that teams come out in that third quarter. The Chargers came out to play, and Gronk is having his way here in this third quarter. He gets another up-and-under knobby for a two-point basket. 29-26 timeout on the floor. We'll take a timeout as well. Chargers lead the Bulldogs 29-26 right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you this evening by SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Communication uh, Community College. Excuse me, Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stenger here at North Decatur High School, and we promised you it was going to be a good one, and Jerry, it's lived up to the hype. Oh, or excuse me, Jack Gruckemar come to life here offensively in the third quarter, has six of the Bulldogs' eight points here in the third period. 29-26 Chargers, they have the lead and the ball. Bulldogs tried to get them trapped right on the sideline, and they had them, but P.J. Metz wisely calls a timeout to save them. Coach Aaron Garrett, none the happier about it. Felt like 
They had him all tied up there. Neither is Mrs. Aaron Garrett sitting right next to me. (laughs) Funny how that works, huh? We'll keep it here during this 30-second timeout. And, again, we would like to say thank you to our sponsors, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gehrings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Blackhawk Precision Ag. Jerry, it's game has just really lived up to the billing yeah it may not be as high of a scoring affair as we would have thought but in terms of competitiveness it's been there all all night long yeah these these guys are locked in out here they, they know they're in for a dog fight you got a three-point game with two minutes to go in the third quarter you, you don't see any team really going on a big scoring run in a game that's played out like it has so far you're exactly right and with this crowd it almost has a tournament type feel to it yeah um, it, the intensity, anyway, of this game is Messer almost gets tied up here on the near side. Excuse me, that was Muckerhut. They go inside for Nobby. Nobby facing up. Pride kicks it out. And quickly that zone collapsed right there on Spears. Spears thought he was going to have a look at a three, but Gronk and Kaiser closed out on him quickly. They try to run it again. Same thing, and this uh, time an errant pass. Wasn't ready for it. A good bounce pass to Prickle. And a finish from Pride. He could have dunked that one. Slipped out of his hands. Yeah. But the shot is still good, and the Bulldogs back within one off the turnover. North Decatur was a uh, young man who had the basketball expecting this player to cut into the lane. He did not. Mm. And Batesville's right there to pick it up and get an easy two on the other end. Three ball. No good. This time, Kaiser times his jump perfectly, able to secure the rebound for his team, and he walks it up the floor. Johnson now on the near side. They find Prickle. Kaiser, that entry pass, just not there, and that's one of the things that Aaron Garrett wanted his team to work on was the their selection of passes. His exact words, we got to learn how to do a skip pass. And that would have been perfect there to get that one in instead of trying to go over the top. I'll tell you one thing. This three officials out here are, are not endearing themselves to uh, <laughs> none of the fans here, no matter who you're rooting for. Whether you're wearing red or blue, does not matter. <laughs> Kaiser, from the free throw line, got him. And the Bulldogs, just like the last, just like at halftime, in the waning seconds of the quarter yep. that was dominated by the Chargers, yep. somehow, some way, the Bulldogs put together a series to take a one-point lead at the end of the quarter. They lead 30-29. to 29. We step away on Country 103.9 WRBI and on your smartphone using the free tune-in app. Simply search WRBI. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. 
Get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from Great Plains Communications. Our fast, reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise. All this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience. Join our network of successful businesses. Make the switch today at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of boys high school basketball brought to you by Great Plains Communication, Ison Family Pizza, Bruns Gutsweller, and Margaret Mary Health. Terrence Arney alongside Jerry Stinger for the final frame in this one. <laughs> Unbelievable. We told you it was going to be a good one. The Bulldogs close out the third the same way they closed out the second by taking a one-point lead despite the Chargers leading pretty much the entire quarter. And then they open up the fourth with a set play for Gronk. He gets under the underneath, gets a two-point basket on the other end. It looked like Nobby was going to have an old-fashioned three-point play, but once again, Jerry, I think you said too much English. Yep. As that one just spun all the way around the cylinder and ripped out. Four three-pointers they tonight they've had that done the same thing, where they get into the rim and they just circle around the rim and they come back out. Same thing that can happen on that one, but he does make both free throws, make it 32-31. Bulldogs by one. As they trade puck buckets, they go right back to Gronk inside. This time, Nobby with some catch-up speed gets back. Looked like he was out of position, but was able to get a hand on that one. And Gronk's shot just goes straight up in the air and then right back down to Dobby. That's third, third, third foul on Cole Pride, excuse me. So you might see them trying to go in to Nobby against Pride, try to get that fourth foul on him. That would definitely change the complexity of this game. There is no question about it. Careful there. Spears almost traveled, but he was able to keep that pivot foot on the floor. Three ball is pure. Chase Youngman strips the net from the far side of the floor. 34-32. Chargers regain the lead. His first points of the night couldn't have come at a better time. Oh, yes. The Chargers needed it right there. Sam Johnson now finds Cade Kaiser on the right wing. Kaiser and Youngman with the... Hand check foul. Yeah, that, that that makes you shake your head a little bit. That, that you, you let him, like you said earlier, if you're going to call it one way, call it one way. Don't let him play, you know, barnyard basketball one trip down and then call a ticky-tack hand check foul. Yeah. Because you could call them every trip up and down the floor. I think in the, the game we saw you and I at East Central at Franklin County, there was a hand check yeah. foul in there that just kind of made us seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and a would-be steal. Prickle had no other choice. Yeah. Because the speedster, Caden Muckerhide, was off to the races. And Prickle commits the foul, puts the dogs well over the limit. So with 626, here's another storyline for you. Yep. Chargers will be shooting the rest of the way. And if they can stay out of foul trouble, that would be a huge down this fourth quarter. Chargers only four team fouls right now. So 35-32 with another Muckerhide free throw coming. They push the lead to back to four. And this really is just the way these quarters have played out. Yep. The Chargers have 
pretty much had their way throughout the meat of these quarters, and then somehow, some way, the Bulldogs scratching and clawing their way in. Baseline jumper, wow. nothing but net. Looked like an Olympic diver, zero splash on that shot. That was a incredibly, incredibly tough shot there by Pride. About 14 feet on the baseline with a hand right in his face. Straight up and down that shot went. Quiet the arc on it. But that's what it would require because of the hand in the face. Now the Chargers. Youngman again from the corner. This time it's not there. Nobby. And that is four on Pride. Pride felt like he went straight up. Thought the block was clean. But they say his body got into him. Garrett wants an explanation. We'll see what Coach Garen does with his big center. Will he take him out or will he let him play through it? And just looking at the body language, I feel like Coach Garrett asked the ref, what about down here on this end when Nobby did the exact same thing? I don't know what they said. I'm just saying that's what the body language looked like. Not that it's going to change a call on the floor. Nobby gets two to go. Back to the four-point lead. Well, you can bet the ranch they're going to go after Cole Pride every time down the floor from here on out. And he stays on the floor. Yep. And they might have to make some offense for defense substitution as Kaiser gets in the lane but can't finish. And there's a couple of things that you forget about when you watch this Bulldog team play. A, Kate Kaiser's just a sophomore. Yeah. Some of those finishing moves will be refined in years to come. Number two, Cole Pride is only playing his first year of varsity basketball. And they, he will take him out now. See how long he sits and takes him out with 5.30 to go. Well, they've got between Kaiser, Grunk, and Johnson, they've got the firepower to get back in it, but can they get the stops without pride on the floor is the real question. And right there, they show yep. that they can. Yep. A steal, a team up between Gronkemeyer and Kaiser. Kaiser baseline, some nice moves, and he gets inside again in his foul. That'll be on Nobby. And Kaiser had that look in his eye of determination, Jerry, that he might be the one that's going to take this game over. That's three on Nobby. So the next foul on the Chargers, both teams shooting the rest of the way. Uncharacteristic for the Bulldogs' best free throw shooter. Kaiser misses the front end. He's just a couple of buckets shy of a 90% free throw shooter. One thing North Dakota cannot do is force this thing into Nobby on the offensive end. Got to be careful with the basketball. One possession ball game, 38-36. Muckerhide shows his speed. But he was a little bit out of control, Jerry, and that pass was flat. It went right into the hands of Sam Johnson. Coach Garrett puts pride on the bench, and the Chargers commit two straight turnovers trying to force it inside. Johnson goes inside. Release. No shooters roll. They knock it out, but it goes right to the Chargers. Chargers up ahead. Prickle tried to catch up. No good. Easy two-point basket. Chargers again by four. Oh, and the scrum for these balls. And you know, both teams have gone with an extremely short rotation. Fatigue might be a factor now, Jerry. Sam Johnson, straightaway three, no good. Rebound, Kaiser, put back, too strong. And there's just sometimes with that young man, 
with the bunnies. But, again, as the game wears on, short rotation, those legs get tight. Frye comes back in for the Bulldogs. Carson Laker will have a seat. See if he lets Cole Pride play the rest of the game here or until he takes himself out of it with his fifth foul. Kaiser dribble drive, stop Johnson from distance off the front rim. Kaiser the rebound. Oh, my goodness, and he pulled the trigger. Prickle wasn't inbounds. And which, is, which is why he couldn't touch it. Yep. Pride will come in and out probably for offense, defense for yes. the rest of the game here, these final four minutes. Full court pressure and a foul away from the ball. That's on Laker. And as you had already mentioned, now the Chargers are shooting two the rest of the way. They say that Laker grabbed the jersey. Laker denies it. Not going to change the call. Doesn't matter. Cole Pride might as well just uh, have a seat at the scores bench. <laughs> yeah, it's when he comes in and out. Because that's what it looks like it's going to be from here on out. Chargers have been good from the free throw line. Muckerhide <clears throat> gets the first one. Back to that ominous five-point lead. It seems like every time the Chargers get to five, somehow that number is their undoing, and now it's six. <clears throat> Six-point lead, and the way this game has played out through three-and-a-half quarters, that's a pretty big lead. Indeed, their largest of the night. And Kaiser really had a clean look at the basket that last trip down. I'm not sure why he tried to pass it. And Prickle just, his shot just too strong, went over, a steal, off the glass, drunk. Two-point basket. The intensity is clearly picked up here with 3.40 to go. Four-point ball game, three ball from that same spot, no good, and not a single person underneath the basket. Bulldogs with the easy rebound. Sam Johnson behind the back into the front of the goal, no good. And the Chargers collide with each other, but come away with the ball. Probably not a good real, not a real good shot selection there. Last time down by number 13, Spears. Same could be said for Sam Johnson on the Bulldogs yeah, offense. That was, that was about a 22-footer. Youngman again. No good. And once again, they're launching these threes with nobody underneath. I don't get that. Them last three, last two trips down, that doesn't make sense. And then Gronk has it just swiped away from him. Yeah. Now you see Coach Metz throwing up two hands. Slow down. And that really goes for both both squads. Yeah. I, I think they feel like there's a minute left, and there's plenty of basketball left to be played as Muckerhide raises up. And he put some English on that one. That ball stopped in midair. Stopped dead cold on the back iron. And drops in. It's a six-point lead once again. Johnson in a little bit of trouble. Sends it out to Gronk for three. Off the back iron. And just like with the Bulldogs on the opposite end, nobody under, or with the Chargers, rather, nobody underneath. Good job by the Chargers. Smaller guys getting in there, boxing out, and now turnover. Kaiser the other way, puts it up, and oh, my goodness. You know, if this young man, I, I do feel for him. I do feel for him as Kaiser's would be shot. Just, Tell you what, Muckerhide has taken over this game. He really is. And a timeout on the floor. As Coach Garrett lets the officials hear about it, he thought that should have been a foul call. And you can understand the frustration 
We'll take a 30-second timeout. 46-38 Chargers in control here at North Decatur. Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Curtin Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick. Just 152 left to go in this ball game. Can the Chargers hang on? Or were the Bulldogs somehow, some way, scratch their way back in as they had in the two previous quarters? The last thing you don't want to do if you're the Chargers is commit a foul. And Cole, they do a great job there. Cole Pride goes down hard. Nice veteran move by Palmer to slow things down because at this point, with a minute 30, oh, and a foul call on the would be Kaiser Steel. Veteran move by the senior Palmer. They had an easy layup and dribble it back outside beyond the arc. That's a coach on the floor. No doubt about it. In his four-year career, he's probably seen a lot of different things, a lot of different circumstances, and knew exactly what to do and when to do it. Meanwhile, Coach Aaron Garrett filling the ears of these officials (laughs) with sweet nothings. I think it's suffice to say these – 11 months away, but they probably won't be getting a Christmas card next year. <laughs> and they extend to a 10-point lead, and I think you and I have talked about that psychological effect of a double-digit yep. lead. It's hard to come yep. back, particularly with just a minute and a half to yep. go. Prickle's going to bring it up to virtually no pressure, and they were trying to run a play for Sam Johnson, and the Chargers knew it. Reed Messer had him locked up the way a DB would have a wide receiver, and he could not get free. Kaiser, however, does get free and And just is a handle out of bounds. I was just getting ready to say before that happened that Bulldogs are right now at a point in the game where they're going to have to start chucking some threes up. And I think think the fatigue factor might be that that Kaiser turnover, that's, that's fatigue. And Laker again called for the foul. And both teams doing the offense for defense right here. Pride coming in and out of the game. Chargers sending in Messer and number 15, Linkmeyer. Chargers were able to get the Bulldogs to speed up. I'm not sure. You know, I made mention it felt like they were playing like there was a minute left to go when there was four and a half yeah. on the clock. Tell you what. Young Mr. Caden Muckerheide has been a difference maker here in this last half of the fourth quarter. He has taken the game over. And all three of those young men that got it done on the gridiron for these Chargers came to play tonight on the hardwood. 
Muckerhide, Messer, Palmer really have led their team to what at this point looks like it's going to be a hard-fought victory as Pride is fouled on the entry pass. I'll tell you what, the Chargers really doing a nice job defensively out beyond the arc to not allow the Bulldogs to get an easy look at a three mm-hmm. and run some valuable seconds off that clock, although they do commit the foul. But great job by North Decatur there on defense, not laying back in and letting Batesville get up an open three. And on the flip side, the Bulldogs are going to have to get stops without fouling. That's easier said than done. When your legs are maybe a little bit tired, it looks like and their foul is going to be called on the loose ball as Grunkemeyer and Nobby were both going up for it. Grunkemeyer goes to the ground. They say he was pushed. I don't blame the Charger fans for because that was a delayed call. Was a little slow, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Grunk with the opportunity to get it back down to single digits. Yep. And some substitutions here. Number 12, Braden Maple. And I have not spoken of this young man on playing minutes on varsity. And number three, Trenton Lures. Lures, he got into the box score in the last Bulldog game with some threes. And Gronk just went in strong, and they called the block. Gronk lowered that shoulder. Yep, that's what P.J. Metz wants. He wants the charge call. He lowered the shoulder. Well, here's the interesting part. With less than one second of game time off the clock, the Bulldogs have had the opportunity to score six points. And they missed half their free throws here in this sequence. (laughs) It's the third trip to the line on their end of the floor without the ball going back the other way. But I want to be clear about these Bulldog substitutions. This is not Aaron Garrett waving the white flag. Lures is deadly from three. Yeah, they're in there for the three-point shooting. But again, they've attempted five free throws down here and missed three of them. Gronk gets the second one to go. It's a nine-point game. Lures comes out. Pride back in. Probably going to see an immediate foul unless the dogs can come up with a quick steal. Well, they wanted to travel, but they get the timeout call. P.J. Metz gets it just in time. We'll take a quick 30 ourselves. Come back for the duration here. 54 seconds left. Chargers 50, Bulldogs 41. Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Turnovers down the stretch. Kaiser let one get away. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. 54 ticks left on the clock. Trying to get this one inbound. They do. And a foul called underneath the basket. Is that is Pride out of here? I don't know. That was on 12. That's what he's in here for. Yep. And Messer, maybe not per, uh, Muckerhide, rather, maybe not perfect from the line, but he's been extremely good. He's been real good in these last about four or five minutes. With that made free throw, it pushes the lead back to 10 with 53 seconds. Jerry, you made mention of the Chargers' perimeter defense not letting the Bulldogs get a look at a three. Prickle goes inside, loses the handle, turnover. Yep. He'll afford those. And now Chargers look to run some clock, but when you got speedy ball handlers like Muckerhut, you can't even get close enough to him yeah. to foul. I think Coach Garrett told him not to foul. 30 seconds. Yep. Kaiser commits one, and <laughs> I, I was right. Coach Garrett just threw his hands up like, what are you doing? So going back to the line, Youngblood, excuse me, Youngman, rather. Of course, the Chargers play another team from the EIAC tomorrow night here at East Central. See how much gas they have left in the tank. Well, because they used a considerable amount tonight. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I don't think you're going to have any problem getting Muggerhide ready to play. That kid's amazing. Hard off the back iron. Rebound, Bulldogs, Johnson, step back three. No good. Bulldogs have been ice cold, really, aside from that cold pride step step up three early in the first half. I can't remember any other three going down or at least looking like going down. And these Chargers defend their home turf, and they get the much-wanted victory. They felt like they could get one from these Bulldogs on this floor this year, and they do just that. The Chargers... Victorious at home, 52-41. Bulldogs drop two in a row. And they'll be in play tomorrow night. On the season, the Chargers improved to 12-4. and four. Bulldogs drop to 9-6. and six. We'll step away momentarily, come back and tie a bow on this one. In just a moment, right after this, on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. 
Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. For 90 years, Marker Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care we don't sell you cars we help you buy them this is ty fleetwood sales manager at fleetwood chevrolet buick located at 950 north michigan greensburg indiana i want to invite you to visit us at fleetwood chevrolet buick we have greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business thank you for shopping at fleetwood chevrolet buick we don't sell you cars we help you buy them Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And welcome in, Hoop fans, to the Post Game Show. Terrence Arnie alongside Jerry Stinger here from North Decatur High School where the home team held serve and they get it done. They defeat the visiting Batesville Bulldogs. Your final score, 52-41. And Jerry, we knew it was going to be a competitive and a good game. We thought it was going to be free-flowing, high-scoring. Those first three quarters was all but a dogfight back and forth. And this entire game, for the most part, could be described as the Chargers just pretty much being in control of each and every quarter. But somehow, some way, when it got down to the last few minutes of those quarters, at least through the first three, the Bulldogs would find a way to scratch and claw, get back in it. And after the second quarter and after the third quarter, found a way to have a one-point lead. Yep, Bulldogs led by one going into the fourth, but that magic ran out. And really what happened was uh, the young man, Caden Muckerhide, said no more, and he just put this team on his back. Yeah, he did. And that senior, uh, well, a junior, junior, he played like a senior in terms of knowing what to do, where to go with the ball, when to put the foot on the gas, when to pull his foot off. And he just really, a coach out on the floor for these Chargers and led them to victory in the second half. Yeah, it was uh, pretty uh, low-scoring, sloppy at times in the first half. Uh, North Dakota led 8-4 to four at the end of the first quarter. And like you said, the Bulldogs, thanks to Cole Pry, got a little flurry there at the end of the lead at half by one point. And it was still, it was a 12-12 deadlock in the third quarter. Batesville led at 30 to 29 going to the fourth quarter. It was a 38 to 36 game. North Decatur by two with about five minutes to go. And then young Mr. Muckerhide uh, took over the game. They outscored Batesville 
from that point on, 14 to 5 from there on out, 23 to 11 overall in that third quarter. Uh, for the Bulldogs, they were led by Cold Pride with 13. Grunkemeyer, 12 in the second half. Ch- uh, Cade Kaiser with 11. For the Chargers, Muckerhide and Nobby uh, shared high scoring duties with 16. And now we are joined by Coach Aaron Garrett of the Bulldogs. Coach, uh, when you and I talked earlier in the week, you had mentioned that the Chargers, they really want this ball game. They want to defeat you, and um, you could see that want to from these Chargers out on the floor. Talk about uh, this this Charger team and what you saw in them in terms of just no quit and a whole lot of fight. Yeah, you, you got a senior-laden team there. Muckride's a junior. The rest of them are seniors. They got the freshman that's a good sharpshooter that comes in. But Terrence, you've got a. I think we hit one three on the night. We were sixty percent from free throw line. We we're typically up near the eighty percent. There was just some key critical baskets there when they made that run right there in the middle of the fourth, where we had equal chances to score right at the basket too. We didn't convert. They did. Yep. And the guys in stripes are what they are. We've got to control our destiny. We 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 simply weren't strong enough to finish at the basket because North Decatur finished at the basket. They went downhill. They went around us. We again. As you and I have talked several weeks in a row now, I've got to figure out a way to get this team to play on their toes and not their heels because we were, we were passive out there. And we've got to have guards that go around people. We've got to have other players that can go around people, move the ball quicker. And then and we're an inside-out team. Yes, Cole probably can shoot threes. He's an awfully good shooter. But we got to work the ball where Jack gets in there, Cole gets it in there, and then we're getting cleaner looks. And nothing tonight was clean the whole way. Gruckmeyer really seemed to turn things on in the second half, particularly in that third. What was your conversation with him? Was there a challenge made for him to uh, impose his will offensively? Well, and, and Jack's a really, really good player on both ends of the floor. What we did was they were they were doubling, sometimes tripling teaming and Cole Pride, and Jack had a strength advantage in, on, his, on his player. So we went to some actions that we run that get the ball. And even a lot of times from Cole Pride at the three-point line to Jack at the block because then they've got to pick their poison. If they go down a double on Jack, Cole can hit that shot. It's 6'8". He's got, a, he's got a better vision. He's a good passer. And Jack did his job converting. But from the free throw line in the fourth, we can't go we can't go four for eight in the fourth quarter from the free throw line and expect to win on the road in a tough environment. And what's disappointing is we're still stuck at that position where we haven't, in my mind, we haven't got a tough win yet. Right. We got wins, and I'm happy for the guys to get the wins. But this was an opportunity to come into a packed gymnasium. North Decatur has not beaten us in probably close to 20 years, and they wanted it from the get-go. And that would have been this could have passed the test. And unfortunately, we failed that test tonight. Last question, Coach. We talked on Monday night that we thought the matchup between Cole Pride uh, and Lance Nobby would be uh, a, a telling matchup. Tell me what you saw from your vantage point. Yeah, Lance, you can tell he's a coach's son. He's worked really, really hard through his career. It's been fun to watch him develop during his career. He's strong. He was determined. He hit his free throws four or five. Four or four, it looks like, maybe. And then just was always there around the basket, ready to drop step, finish strong. And Muckerhide's the one where he starts getting you on skates and he gets downhill. He typically makes some good decisions. And he got, he got, he got loose on us a couple times tonight and was able to make us pay in that regard. And we've got to, we've got to do a better job of recognizing that. We've got to get out of his hands earlier. And you do some of that. We got him in some foul trouble earlier when we were going at him. He didn't pick up a foul the whole second half because we were passive. We, we were worried about him picking our pocket instead of just blasting by, breaking his hip, 
right. making them have to react to us instead of us reacting to them. Coach, the uh, you know good, bad, or indifferent. The referees are what the referees are in high school sports. But when you got as many wishes as you had tonight, uh, it does, I'm sure, make it tough to get in a flow on both ends of the floor for both teams. Yeah, well, there's 41 free throws shot, and this. The uncertainty, right? How do you how do you attack in a certain way? Because what is going to be called, what's not going to be called. Right, exactly. And then is it called the same way on each end of the floor? But, as you know, Jerry, in the sectional, you will get yeah. those crews. You will yeah. get inexperienced guys in that in that fifth and sixth seat as far as the officiating. And, again, my hats are up, my hat's off to North Decatur. Coach Metz here did a good job. They were prepared. Those guys played hard. And then we, we punched them in the face a couple times. We got a lead. Yeah. They're going into the third. Got a lead in the fourth. And typically in the past, they've crumbled. To those kids' credit, those seniors, they wanted it. They did not crumble. They're coached well. So they'll be a a fun team to watch the rest of the season. And they've got a chance to make some noise in that 2A tournament. Got a back-to-back again this week like last week. You'll be at home tomorrow night for Hauser. Um, Can't dwell on this one long. Right back at it. Uh, What uh, challenges does Hauser present coming in tomorrow night? They're inexperienced. They're young. They play awfully hard. Coach Moorhead has them playing awfully hard. We will have a strength and size advantage on them. But, fellas, what you just saw tonight, are we going to be capable to use it? Because until we become capable to use it, whether that's more schemes I have to put in, I guess, or more drill work where we're getting 45-degree angles, we're making strong post passes, we're recognizing when it's a bounce pass, we're recognizing how to throw it over the top of a fronting defender, things we worked on all week. And I told them before the game, I wanted wanted the crowd to see that they'd gotten better over the week because we've gotten tremendously better. I don't think we saw that. When I go back and watch film, I think I'm going to be disappointed in terms of some of the recognition on our end. So that's our step forward. Um, we've got to continue to be able to instill our will on people, and, and we've got to keep searching. Is there somebody else that's playing that 6 o'clock game that maybe needs to come up and get some reps to help us in the 7.30 game that can help turn this thing around, from, mainly from that perimeter standpoint? Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Uh, go be with the team, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Terrence, it's always a good crew, but when you bring this guy on, too, (laughs) this is the dream team up here, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks so much. That is Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett, fresh off of what can only be described, Jerry, as a a crushing defeat. I mean, you heard it in his voice. South North North Decatur probably has a beard, um, and the numbers tell you that uh, they've only won three yeah. times. Yeah. So you know it. You know it's it's been a it's been a minute. It's a it's a struggle for Coach Garrett. It seems like this year so far to find find a rhythm night in and night out and, and some consistency out of his kids. I mean, you look at a kid like Jack Ruckemar. He wasn't he was invisible in the first half. Mm-hmm. He comes out in the second half and uh, makes half his team's points. Uh, Kaiser, he's just a sophomore. He's still learning. You mentioned it during the broadcast. He's going to get better. He's going to learn on the floor. The the best thing for that kid as a sophomore is to get out there and play. Yeah. Um, He made some mistakes tonight. In the second half, he probably won't make the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, you got to be a little bit smarter with the basketball in certain situations. You could tell as we we set up the whole game, this game was going to go down to the wire. And, again, Halfway through the second quarter or the second uh, fourth quarter, uh, you got a man like Caden Muckerhide just decided, ah, guys, you know what? Enough's enough. Let me take the ball. Uh, he made some plays. He got to the line. He handled the ball with the pressure on him. Uh, that kid's a player right there. And, and Nobby, too. 
but, man, when you see a kid step like Muckerhide, that's a special young man right there. Yeah. Yeah, that, and I, and I think really what we saw was a senior class that said, "Hey, you know what? We've yep. never beaten Batesville yep. in our high school career. Yeah, this one is right there for the taking. Let's go get it." And that's what they did. Well, and a great win for them. Yeah, a fantastic win for North Dakota. You feel good for them. But now again, they got to turn around uh, tomorrow night and play a, a, another team from the EIAC. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they come out tomorrow night. Will they come out flat? Uh, what will East Central do? Knowing they. Uh, had a very physical, tiring game here tonight against Batesville, and in a, in a very emotional, draining game too as well, and to come away with a win. So that see, so we kind of bounce back ability uh, North Decatur has tomorrow night. But uh, mention their sectionals and everything. Uh, they are record-wise, uh, they are easily the class of their sectional, right? Uh, no doubt about it. They got South Ripley, Milan, Switzerland County, and Hauser. None of those teams have a winning record. You look over at Batesville sectional coming in uh, later on uh, in the season. There's only one team in that sectional with a losing record, and that's right. Rushville. Uh, so Batesville's got their hands full. Do they have the uh, kids on the floor to get it done? Oh, no doubt. I think so. No doubt. Uh, it's just a matter of finding that consistent mark and uh, having some kids mature on the floor uh, that uh, hopefully by the time sectional rolls around late February, March, uh, I, I don't, you know, watching Batesville here. I've seen him a, a one other time this year. Uh, the talent's there. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Well, and you're, you're right. You know, Jerry, I talk to a lot of coaches throughout southeastern Indiana, and if there is a common theme or a common word that all these coaches use, it's the word you just used, it's consistency. Yeah. They're all wanting that from their players, um, and they're all hoping and praying that they find that level of consistency right at tournament time. But – as for these North Decatur Chargers, you and I talked about it off air. You know, you've got these three kids that were a big part of that semi-state run yeah. in football. And I can distinctly remember speaking to head football coach Steve Stern. And Coach Stern even said that a run like I asked him, I said my point blank, my question to him was, what does this mean to the community? What does it mean to the school? Oh, it's unbelievable. And he talked about a run like that legitimizes not just football but all the sports, and it is, uh, it, it's a catch. It, you know, it catches fire to the whole school. And there's no doubt in my mind the belief system of this North Decatur team has changed because of that state run and again you saw it here tonight i believe those seniors believed they could beat batesville tonight and they went out and they proved it yep success breeds success uh you've done uh, batesville games on football you've done the north decatur games i was fortunate enough to uh be with rob this year and east central runs of the state title that just galvanizes uh, your school. It galvanizes your community. It brings everybody together. Success breeds success. You can't say it enough. Um, it's, it's a carryover effect, I think. And the big games that these kids, you know, you're looking at a small school like North Decatur, you're going to have kids play multiple sports, girls right. and boys. Right. And when you taste success like these guys did on the gridiron, well, sure, you're going to have all the confidence in the world come to the basketball season. And uh, they're showing it right now. We talked about the four losses ahead. All the quality, quality yes. basketball teams. Yes. Some of them ranked high in their own class. A Bloomington South, for crying out loud. I mean, they're they're right there every year, one of the top teams in 4A. Yeah, 4A, year in and year out. Yeah. And they played them tough. So uh, 
you know, you, you hope that your kids, if you're North Decatur, can take away from that and build on those, even in the losses, the successes you can have inside of a losing game uh, will help help you down the road, and that's what it's all about. And, you know, the young kids like Kaiser, uh, you know, we talk about during football season. The first people don't think it's a big deal. The first time you play on a Friday night in the football season oh, yeah. and the first time you play on a Friday night in the basketball season, oh, yeah. there's a big difference uh, when the lights are shining on your bright and your diversity level. No doubt about it. No doubt about that. You know, i just thinking about this, this Charger team. They get the win here tonight, clearly a signature win. Oh, yeah. If they go into uh, the Coliseum, that's what I like to call uh, Trojan <laughs> Trojan High School, the, the Coliseum. If they go into the Coliseum and come out with a victory, what? It's here. Oh, it's here. It's here. Oh, it's at home. Oh, yeah, goodness yeah, gracious. Oh, yeah. Lord. Well, they'll be packed. This gym will be packed they, again tomorrow night. There will be more people here tomorrow night than there was tonight for North Dakota. Oh, my goodness. They get back to back wins on this weekend. You might have to tie a string to those young <laughs> men to get them back down to the ground. But good for them, though. Yeah, but, absolutely. But it, good it's for great. Them. I, we, 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 me and Rob have talked about it. I, we probably have. We know we. But because this area that uh-huh. we're in here, Dearborn, Ripley, yep. Franklin, Decatur, yep. we don't get the ink that pretty much the rest of Indiana does sure. from from a certain media outlets who will rename name, who will remain nameless, but they're about an hour's drive up I seventy four. So it's great to see these area schools mm-hmm. do well. Uh, in their tournaments, whether it be basketball or football or whatever their sport may be, whether it's boys or girls. Uh, we're, we're kind of the black hole down here. Well, I tell you, black hole or not, they're making it known. 2022, that school year, is going to forever be known as the, the year of southeastern Indiana, the way things yeah. have been shaping up thus far. We do want to thank you for joining the broadcast. We'll thank our sponsors once again, Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Black Hawk Precision Ag, Great Plains Communications, Ison Family Pizza, Brahms Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Help, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, and Ivy Tech Community College. Folks, that is going to do it for us here on uh, this one. These two teams will both be in action again tomorrow night, as we mentioned. The uh, Chargers, they are going to be at home taking on the East Central Trojans. Bulldogs will also get some home cooking tomorrow night taking on the Hauser Jets. So from all of us here at WRBI, including Jeff back at the station, pulling knobs, pushing sliders, making everything happen, and my partner in crime here tonight, Jerry Stinger. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your sports weekend. You've been listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.